Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I would like to thank Helena in London, Camden in Maine, Jacob, Jaden Rusman, Zion, Jack, Nolan and Oliver, and Gerard for their story ideas involving dinosaurs. This is a story about Bernice's friend Bobby. It is a rainy day and Bobby cannot go out and play with Bernice at the park, so he needs to find something to do at home. His mom suggests a science project and Bobby decides he'd like to build a time machine. He loves dinosaurs and hopes maybe he can travel back in time to see them. Bobby and the Dinosaurs Bobby woke up before his alarm, jumped out of bed and ran to the window, almost tripping because he forgot to take off his socks before he went to bed and they were dangling off his feet. Today is going to be a great day, he thought. First, I will have a great big breakfast of scrambled eggs and chocolate with some milk, and then maybe a banana with peanut butter on top. That is, if I can get to the kitchen before mom. She is always making things for me to eat that she thinks are healthy and good. We used to eat sweet cereal for breakfast before she said I was too hyper and needed to reduce my sugar content. Who ever heard of such a thing? Did the dinosaurs worry about what they ate? After breakfast, I am going to race to the park to meet Bernice so that we can spend the morning playing. Since school has been out, I have only been able to show her my dinosaurs a few times, and I think she might be missing the opportunity. And she is my bestest friend. Looking out the window, he said out loud, Oh no, it can't be true. It was raining. And it wasn't just, let's go out and jump in some puddles raining. It was the kind of rain he knew his mom would not let him go outside in. Did the dinosaurs stay inside because of a little rain? You okay, Bobby? His mother yelled up the stairs to his bedroom. Yes, Mom, I'm okay. It's just that the whole summer is ruined now. My life is over and I'm bored, he yelled back. Okay as long as it's nothing serious. Come on down for breakfast. I've made oatmeal with quinoa and some crushed nuts on top. Ugh, Bobby groaned. Could this day get any worse? Bobby jumped down each and every step as he did most mornings, but this time much slower, louder, and heavier. Did you brush your teeth this morning? She asked. Sure, Mom, I brushed them to death, he said in a sad voice. Are those the same socks you wore yesterday? If you don't change your socks, you are going to have stinky toes, 
and you wouldn't want that, would you? She asked while plugging her nose with her fingers. Sure, Mom, Bobby said quietly as he sat at the table. As she placed his hot oatmeal on the table, Bobby's mom said, I know you are disappointed that you can't play with Bernice today. Her father sent me a note earlier saying that she would be staying in today and working on some science projects that she has planned for days like this. Maybe you can try the same. The weather forecast for Bearville says that the rain will stop this evening, so you should be able to go and play tomorrow. Okay, Mom, Bobby said as he was thinking of various excuses to not eat his breakfast. But he had thought of them all before and they didn't work then, so likely wouldn't work now. You know, Bobby, maybe you could do a science project from that kit we bought you at Christmas. You could then compare what you discovered with Bernice. Oh, Mom, Bernice wants to be a scientist and you know I don't like science anymore. Oh? His mother said with raised eyebrows. Yes, I stopped liking science two months ago. Now I want to be a paleontologist. I'm going to be an expert on dinosaurs, and I will travel the world digging up their bones. Bobby's mom wanted to tell him that paleontology was a science, but didn't want to dampen his unlimited enthusiasm on all things dinosaurs. Bobby slowly ate his breakfast, hoping that his mother would run out of patience and take his bowl away. She didn't. Ah, why does she always win the patience game, he thought. Roar! Here I come, Edmontonsaurus. You are going to be my dinner. Oh no, I'm not, you great big rex. I am going to run underneath this pillow so you can't get me. Bobby roared as he was playing with his dinosaurs in the living room. Mom? Yes, Bobby, she said. I'm bored. Being bored is fine, Bobby. If you are finished playing with your dinosaurs, you could try reading a book. Coming into the kitchen where his mom was working on some boring thing called a report, he asked, Can you tell me again what happened to the dinosaurs and why they aren't chasing us down the street for food? Oh, Bobby, you know more about dinosaurs than I do. But I like how you say it. With a sigh, Bobby's mom recited, Dinosaurs ruled the world for about 140 million years until, as you know, they suddenly disappeared. While decades of research point to an asteroid impact crater at the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico as the end of the dinosaurs' reign 66 million years ago, scientists weren't always so sure what happened to them. And I am thankful they aren't chasing us down the street for food. I already chase you enough to get you to eat. Wouldn't it be great if we could go back in time and see what it was really like, Mom, and maybe live there? 
It would be interesting to visit, but I'm pretty happy with where and when we live now. Do you think I could make a time machine? That could be my project for the rest of the day, Bobby said, getting more excited. Sure, Bobby. You could use your imagination and make one. I think that's a great idea, his mom said while looking at the clock and her report. No, Mom, a real one. Well, Bobby's mom said with a doubtful look on her face, not sure what she could say that would let her get back to writing her report. It's possible, Mom. I really think it is said Bobby, getting even more excited, as he always does whenever he is ready to start something he believes in. You did say that anything is possible if I try hard enough, Bobby said, as he was jumping up and down on his tippy toes. Yes, I did, Bobby, his mom said, remembering that she last told him that so he would change his behavior in class. His teacher was getting frustrated with him constantly bringing up dinosaur poop in every class discussion. But first I must study how, Bobby said, as he ran to his room where he kept all his books. Bobby's room was always in a mess. Books, Toys and dinosaur models were everywhere. He would help his mom clean up, but whenever he walked into his room, he was like a little hurricane. It became instantly messy. I need to build a fort, he thought, sitting amongst a pile of books, pillows, and stinky socks. That way I have a hiding place in case I go back in time and the dinosaurs see me. These pillows and blankets should do. Now, let me see, Bobby said aloud as he started reading books about wormholes with entrances and exits and particle accelerators. This is hard work, he said with a yawn. Bobby was woken up by a fly buzzing around his face. And as he opened his eyes and looked around, he jumped up with fright. He was no longer in his bedroom, inside the fort he built, but outside in tall grass, surrounded by trees and many, many insects, some as large as his hands. Oh no, he thought. I must have fallen asleep just as I was making my time machine, but how do I get home in time to have pizza for dinner? Bobby slowly walked out of the grassy area that served as his bed and started to look around. The area looked far more green than it did the last time he was outside, with far more ferns than he ever remembered seeing even the few times he visited a tropical forest. He saw a few flowering plants that he didn't recognize and plenty of conifers that he did. Go away, go away, he said as he shooed away huge mosquito-like insects while jumping up and down 
to get all the ants that were crawling over him off his shoes. Bobby wasn't a big fan of insects, so he started walking through the trees so that he wouldn't be such a convenient target. Oh, it's so hot, he thought. I've only been awake a short time and I'm already sweating. But this is so cool, he said out loud as he continued to swat away mosquitoes. This is like a dream come true. Just then, he heard a loud thump. And another. And another. And then, with each thump, the ground started to vibrate. The thumps got louder and louder, and Bobby could see the water that collected on the large leaves of the bushes start to vibrate. Uh Uh-oh, he said out loud. I really, really hope that roar. A Tyrannosaurus Rex appeared just through the trees ahead of him. Bobby screamed, Yikes! I don't want to be your afternoon snack. And as the T-Rex started walking slowly towards him, Bobby turned around and ran as fast as he could. He ran through the trees and the ferns and the other plants he didn't know the names of. But Bobby knew the T-Rex was a fast sprinter and there would be no way he could win a race. So he ran into a small grove of trees to hide, hoping that the T-Rex couldn't see him. The giant T-Rex stopped nearby, making huge sniffing noises and angrily growling through its mouth. But it couldn't find Bobby. Okay, he can't see me. All I have to do is be patient, he thought. The T-Rex will eventually get tired of looking for me and find some other creature to chase. Just be patient, he repeated to himself. Then, Bobby felt something breathing on his neck. He jumped and screamed. And then it jumped and yelled, and they both stood there staring at each other. Please, please be the Alberta Dromus that I think you are and not something like a Hesperonicus, Bobby said out loud. Before he could know for sure, the little dinosaur ran off as quickly as it could, because standing right behind them was the T-Rex. Yikes! Bobby yelled. Bobby, what's going on up there? Are you all right? Hurry up and come down for dinner. The pizza is getting cold. I've been calling you for 10 minutes, Bobby's mother yelled. Huh? Bobby said as he opened his eyes, wrapped up in his blanket, a ball of sweat, with his favorite T-Rex toy in his hand. Bobby jumped down the stairs and walked into the kitchen for dinner. So, how is the time machine project coming? You must be working hard, his mother asked, looking at his wet head and soaking wet t-shirt. I think I am pretty happy with the time we live in now, he said as he grabbed a piece of pizza. 
And that's the end of this story. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs>